Welcome to Then Let's Fix It, where we discuss critical issues around logistics and supply chain management in the Caribbean. But more than that, where we work together to explore opportunities and craft innovative solutions so that we in the Caribbean become some of the world's most attractive jurisdictions. I'm your host, Collis Williams. Visit our website at rdleagle.com to join the discussion. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Google Play. And when you're done, don't forget to leave us a review. Well, today I have with me none other than Mr. Roger Barra. Roger, it's been a very long time since I've been around you. And since then, you've now become... An e-commerce guru, <laughs> I think, to say the least. You would have gone on to study and 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 got yourself entrenched in e-commerce. And I would have to say to you, Roger, that I don't think there is much as important as e-commerce for the Caribbean and as a way to liberate the Caribbean national than e-commerce. Because I've said this in one of my early podcasts, that the concept of having a job and being employed has exhausted its usefulness. And the facts are, until we understand that we in the Caribbean as a people or sustainability is going to be predicated on our ability to do business on the world stage and with the world market. Unless we take this very seriously, we're going to be caught out and we're going to be, we, we will end up in a worse place than where we were before. The facts are, Robotics, and I've seen this with my own eyes, and all these concepts are taking fast, taking root, and they're extending themselves into the Caribbean in a way that is going to continue to eliminate jobs. And the facts are, it means that we've got to create a, a platform on which e-commerce will become a staple of the commercial diet of the Caribbean man. My question to you this afternoon, Roger, is how do we, one, incentivize the Caribbean National to take this direction of movement seriously? Because I and I, I, I'm going to let you open up and explain for yourself where we are. But my great fear is that we are not taking this seriously. Okay, thank you, Collis, for inviting me. Um, and thank you for the warm introduction and compliments. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Now, to understand where we are in e-commerce right now, we have to take a look at the history of e-commerce and how it started and what has limited our capacity to participate in it in mm -hmm. the Caribbean. Now, e-commerce effectively would have started late 90s, mid to, eight, mid to late 1990s, mm -hmm. um, 
when companies like Amazon and Walmart started having e-commerce presences, mm-hmm. online presences. Now, they were catering to people who had credit cards at the time. Right. Now, at that time, not too many people in the Caribbean had credit cards. So that's the first thing that limited our participation in e-commerce. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Right. Now, after that, when e-commerce really started to evolve then, we found that as we got more credit cards in the Caribbean, our access to the products from these stores was limited. Mm-hmm. Right. At first, they were not shipping to the Caribbean. Um, you had to go through brokers and so on. Right. And that also limited our participation. Right. So eventually, the Caribbean started to see, and Caribbean nationals started to see e-commerce as something foreign, right? something that they wouldn't be able to really participate in. Right. Now, as that progressed then into, you would say, early, mid-2000s, when the Caribbean had more access, then e-commerce changed again. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it became more like social commerce. So that was when you started to see the emergence of social platforms like Facebook. Um, before that, it was like High Five and so on. Okay, yeah. Carry me about some years. That's right. Right. And that made another shift in e commerce. Well, it was termed then as social commerce. Right. And that then meant that Caribbean people were being exposed now to streaming services. Mm. Right. <laughs> You know, services where you had to then pay the access, log into certain accounts and so on. Yeah, right? yeah. Now, again, that was a barrier for Caribbean people because that meant that, you know, you would go on certain websites and they say, well, the service is not available, available in, Caribbean, in your Caribbean, country. Caribbean, yeah. in your country. I remember that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you see, we have always been a step behind where e-commerce is concerned. Mm-hmm. Now, when we started to, well, you could say, quote, unquote, take it seriously, we then started to see, well, what we can do now to get involved in e-commerce by exporting. Now, e-commerce really only reflects the physical situation, right? Mm -hmm. Now, our trade deficits are huge compared to the developed world, right? (laughs) We only export to them a fraction of what they can export to us. Yeah. Right? So it means that the world really didn't need much of what we export, e-commerce-wise. Yeah. Right? So, limited to just um, goods and, well, Goods, physical goods, physical goods, right? Yeah. Would have been a problem, right? So we will be always playing catch up where e-commerce is concerned, right? Now our ways out of it will depend on looking differently at e-commerce. Right? Okay, interesting. Yeah, Let me hear you on this. Okay, so it will depend on looking at it now, more or less where it is now. E-commerce mm-hmm. now has shifted to services, streaming services. Mm-hmm. It has shifted to AI. You know, where you have like more like automated yeah, customer yeah. service mm-hmm. um, services. And that is where the Caribbean now has to look at getting involved in. So, kind of catch up, so to speak. Uh, you're making a very interesting point mm-hmm. here. So, y- your suggestion is mm-hmm. that our e commerce construct reflects our normal market right. reality. Yes. That is, we don't have much goods and services, to right. s- goods to sell. Right. Mm-hmm. But we have more services That's to sell. That's right. Yes. Uh, you're 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 actually you're saying to me then that maybe we need to focus more on the service, on the service. element right. of our e-commerce trade mm-hmm. than the goods element of our e-commerce trade. Right. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's the first time my listeners would have heard this. Mm-hmm. 
Right. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's the, and that's why we love to have these podcasts, because for all the podcasts I've done for the last six or eight months so far, mm-hmm. nobody has presented the fact that in reality, we need to see ourselves more and more as a social or a services e-commerce base right. than a goods e-commerce base. Right. Say some more on that for me. Okay. Now, we have to look at what are the services we can provide. Now, to do that, we look at the services we already provide in the Caribbean and that we are known for, which is tourism, um, offshore business, mm-hmm. and um, some social business as well. Right. Now, the tourism business, we can get into that by creating more booking portals in the Caribbean, right? where people can book our hotels directly through these portals. Mm-hmm. Right? That will boost tourism, right? boost the revenue digitally, right? and it allows people to book from where they are anywhere in the world, come straight here. We can also look at the financial sector, where people can now digitally transfer money you know, millions of dollars in an instant, almost, you know. But isn't Mm -hmm. that, I I need to pick you up on this, because Mm -hmm. isn't that whole financial sector really hamstrung because we are high risk, one, Mm -hmm. and two, we we tend to have to take the lead from what they, in the financial leadership of the world, Mm -hmm. demands of us. Mm -hmm. I I find, and I've heard that more as I went along, that, Mm -hmm. Because we are high risk, we have to accept what is the cards that are given us to play, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Well, if we depend on the international bank, banks and banking system, mm-hmm. what we have to do is create our own banking structures, right, and believe in them, so that we can actually attract foreign investment, right, <laughs> and not depend on the international sector and so on. Now, it may mean we need to um, develop our own currency, mm-hmm. right? Well, you're going far. Your vision going over there. Instead of depending on the U.S. dollar, which is what e-commerce really is based on in the Caribbean at this point, mm-hmm. right? And that incurs its own fees through the same banking system you mentioned, right? And through the same um, intermediaries like PayPal and so on. You have to pay them high fees to transact business through them, mm-hmm. right? And it means that we get only a fraction of the revenue that we should be getting, right? If we can develop our own system or monetary system, that will reduce the fees to a large extent, mm-hmm. right? And it means more of the revenue we get as the Caribbean people. Interesting, mm-hmm. interesting. And this makes the argument that we should really join the EC mm-hmm. currency. Mm-hmm. Right. Or something similar. Or something very right. similar. Mm-hmm. It will help to have a common currency. Yeah. Right. Yeah, very interesting. And that way we can depend on the, <clears throat> the entire population of the Caribbean, to form a large consumer base Mm -hmm. and a large export base as well. It's very interesting because I I, I can tell you that I have Mm -hmm. not, I have not, you've you've really ticked my mind off where I'm beginning to see, you talked about tourism portals Mm -hmm. where we could put the ordinary small entrepreneur Mm -hmm. who wants to offer like a little tour, a little guided tour Mm -hmm. into unique places in Barbados without the big capital-intensive constructs mm-hmm. like tour buses and all that. Right. Somebody putting that together and offering that unique tour mm-hmm. online. 
Roger, I mean, let me just say, I like where this is going because I will have to admit and confess that I've largely viewed e-commerce mm-hmm. as the movement of products mm-hmm. and to the point that I have overemphasized it, I mean, I'm now beginning to accept as the root for sustainability without taking into context the amount that services could do if we viewed e-commerce with a wider lens. That's right. Two things you have to do. You've got to tell our listeners where to find you. Okay. Because I am, I, I, listeners, I can tell you, this man is a resource that you should, and I will make sure you have his contact number and email. You should make sure you can find him. And not just from Barbados, other Caribbean islands. Because... What's coming to light here is something that we really need to pay attention to. But Roger, say some more because this this services side of it is something that really needs to be opened up. That's right. Yes. Um, another service that we can look to explore are educational services. Right? Now we have a University of the West Indies. Um, I would say only in the last five or six years has got into providing services online, courses online. We look to. We need to do some more of that. Mm-hmm. Even going to the schools now, right? We need to provide ways that they can offer some of their lessons online to students, so that students can refer to home, right? rather than rather than all the traffic mm-hmm. and all the. Right. I, I could see. I could see. I the benefit of that. Right. Tremendous benefit of that. Right. Also, um, people around the world like to learn more about the Caribbean culture, Caribbean history. Right? So we can also set up websites, set up portals where people can learn about this information. They can take courses in Caribbean history. And maybe Caribbean even interact in Caribbean or, or mm-hmm. Barbadiana or, or, or take mm-hmm. a tour virtually that's in Barbados. Right. That's right. Right. So that's another opportunity for revenue for the Caribbean. And you will help. You can help in, in your, your, your business. You help people yes. with, with birthing these, all these concepts That's and right. putting them into reality. And they're all setting up their online presence. Right. Now, that leads to the other aspect now of e-commerce, which is really the billion-dollar aspect, which is marketing. Mm-hmm. Right. You can set up our own marketing here to market these businesses online. That means getting into mobile marketing as well. We can also set up um, like Wi-Fi hotspots around the Caribbean from different stores. So persons with their cell phone as they pass from store to store can see an ad popping up on their cell phone from the stores. Right. And can, is that something that could even then be extended to the worldwide web? Correct. That's correct. Right. The same way they can pass and see ads popping up on their phones, we can also expand the concept so that we provide ads on, on the worldwide scale as well so that they show on different websites, right? We can, you know, we have the, I believe we have the expertise here that we can set up what you call um, pop-up ads, mm-hmm. you know, and different scripts that can appear on websites around the world, advertising yeah. Caribbean businesses, banner ads, you know, um, different types of portals and so on, you know, that can appear on websites around yeah. the world, yeah. advertising Caribbean businesses, and especially the areas that we are strong in, which are supposed to be tourism, Right, financial services, right? Market those to the right persons around the world. So, so Roger, what 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 is becoming more and more evident to me as we sit here, and I can tell you, my mind is flying. Mm. 
is that we have a lot more to offer than we think. That's right. So I'm I'm now thinking, you you talked a lot about Caribbean people and what we do and what. So from one point of view, you're, you're already saying to me, we need to be able to create an uh, e-commerce platform to get our culture to the world. Mm-hmm. I am beginning to see how using some e-commerce construct, we can get recipes for our cocoa and flan fish. Mm-hmm. That's right. In a book form throughout the world. Mm-hmm. And then dovetail that with being able to sell the ingredients. Mm-hmm or get the ingredients to a world market right. so that there's an interactive play between the foods we, we, I mean, funny enough, we eat a lot of Chinese and we eat a lot of every other culture. Mm-hmm. Italian, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the Chinese don't eat a lot of Beijing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and here may be a very unique e-commerce concept that we can maybe have a couple housewives or House husbands mm-hmm. doing cocoa and fish tonight mm-hmm. <laughs> in China in right. Guangdong. Right. <laughs> if we open our minds to what e-commerce really is, mm-hmm. that's it. And again, the book doesn't need to be a physical book. It can be a book that can be transmitted in exactly. Over the web. Right. <laughs> and and then you put out an attractive mm-hmm. advertising concept, concept mm-hmm. and people all over the world want mm-hmm. the Beijing book. Right. And then they, they come to the Barbados to get the ingredients mm-hmm. to really make that Beijing meal. That's right. So you can uh, see the areas that you can expand into, right, that will really make e-commerce profitable in the Caribbean. Right? You see, I, 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 I have to admit, and I, I, I am saying to you that I, I never, I didn't take into account how services and the projection of our culture could deliver so much using e-commerce. Mm-hmm. I want to take this opportunity to say to you, Roger, that we need to be more forceful. Those of us who are in the industry, whether it's e-commerce, whether it's logistics, about how we get our people to understand that we are losing our footing if we don't view e-commerce seriously. That's right. And as much as you say to me, on the one hand, that yes, people are beginning to pay attention. And the other hand, I, I feel like the rug is being pulled all the time. You put it the other way, where you said to me that the the um, we, we seem to always be a step behind. And... I feel like you, that the, the, the ability and the talent is here, mm-hmm. but it's not being listened to. Right. And it bothers me. Right. Because eventually we are going to be subservient in a way that we won't be able to recover very quickly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yet the world wants what we have. Mm-hmm. They're, they've heard about Rihanna. Mm-hmm. They've heard That's about it. our Caribbean people. Right. You, you talk about Louis Hamilton and he talks about his Grenadian roots. Mm-hmm. Riri would talk about her Beijing roots. Mm-hmm. People want to know what they are. That's right. They don't want to come to, they don't all necessarily want to come to Barbados or have the finance to come to Barbados, mm-hmm. but they have an extra 40 US dollars mm-hmm. that they could buy a cookbook or they could buy the music or they could buy the something mm-hmm. that we can package or they can take a virtual tour. Right. I, I do this thing um, 
in cycling called Zwift. And I ride through London okay. right. on my bike mm-hmm. in my room. Right. And I have a left. But I'm beginning to see London. I actually hear Big Ben chiming. Mm. And and I, and I re- I realize that you know innovative look at e-commerce could de- mm. could deliver so much. That's Why don't we have a cycling app that takes you through Cherry Tree Hill, mm-hmm. and people can ride Barbados? Right. So I have a whole new mindset that you have now triggered, and I'm going to pester you until I birth something in e-commerce. Because I am convicted that our sustainability as a people is going to hinge on our ability to accommodate technology at the highest level. That's right. No, it wouldn't be easy, but it's not as hard as you may think, right? It needs, first thing, a public awareness of e-commerce, right? It needs the... Led, to be led from the private sector. So the government, well, at least recently, they've decided that they're only going to be facilitators, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially with um, the whole cryptocurrency and everything. So what that does is pave the way for people to take the lead then, other than the government, for e-commerce. So what we need to do is educate, first thing, out of the universities, get young people into building apps, right? And also providing solutions to businesses for e-commerce, right? And the more businesses can see the benefits of e-commerce coming through, they will adopt it more. If they can see, well, for instance, a marketing app will help them bring more business, mm-hmm. bring more revenue, they will start to adopt it, right? And that can only come from the app being available. Right? Yeah. So we have to start with producing the apps first, right? We have to start with marketing it more on our traditional channels like radio, TV, and so on, right? Let them know, well, these apps are available, what they can do, right? The businesses themselves then need to be educated in terms of how to utilize these apps, right? What marketing can do for them. Mm. And that will then get the ball rolling, right? I, I like what you say. I, I, I like to draw the analogy that, mm. and sometimes in commerce, we get away with things that really are not a reality, mm. The artist has got to put a painting there mm-hmm. before anybody oh, will consider vision, right. mm-hmm. what he's selling. Mm-hmm. And just as you said, the, the, the app artists have got to go to work. That's right. And put these apps out there so people right. can see demonstrable progress and demonstrable profit from utilizing these apps mm-hmm. before he could demand higher values for his app. That's right. But unfortunately, for some reason, the market, the technology market seems to be backwards. We're, Mm -hmm. in these parts, Mm -hmm. where you, a fellow wants you to pay $10,000 before he starts to create an app. That's right. But he has nowhere to show me how this app is going to net me $100,000. He's Mm -hmm. asking me to bet $10,000 on him. I hope that it manifests. Mm -hmm. Right. The the, 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 the the progress and the profitability and I think that's wrong All right but and, and and it goes in line with the fact that you know what if you are really confident about what you have to offer mm-hmm. an old man told me this you can give it away the first time mm-hmm. because the reality is where that came from whether it's your ability or your talent mm-hmm. you have an infinite amount that's of that right. so so mm-hmm. 
the artist who goes to paint on his first canvas or paints 10 canvases and puts them out there is really the true construct of how to put your art or your innovations on the market. And this is where I, this, I would suggest that this is one, for me, one of the biggest hang-ups in the technology market in Barbados. Mm-hmm. Why technology is not going forward as fast as it ought to. Mm-hmm. Because for some reason, they don't want to put their talent out there. That's it, right. For people to, to, to easily access. That's it, right. And for me, I, I, I mean, for our business, we continue to look to progress, change, and build new solutions for our customers. Mm-hmm. And I go to people who've got their solutions on the cloud. Mm-hmm. So right. now I'm paying mm-hmm. 40 US a month or 30 US a month simply because the app developers here mm-hmm. want $10,000 first. That's right, up front. That's up right. front. Yes. Not mm-hmm. understanding that it is better to get 10,000 people at Three dollars mm-hmm. per month, right? Than to get ten thousand from one man. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think that for me is one of the biggest handicaps of the technology solution providers mm-hmm. in the Caribbean. That's it. And again, their sustainability is at stake because the web and the cloud solutions that are out there mm-hmm. are overshadowing all of them. That's right. Which is another area we can offer services in, right? <laughs> but you'll get there. <laughs> Roger, I want to thank you for taking the time out to come and share with us some of your experience and your knowledge in e-commerce. After all, you've got a master's in e-commerce. I want to also thank you for opening my mind about what e-commerce can do not as just a product solution, but services and a cloud solution. And I can tell you, I've walked away realizing that there is so much more to e-commerce. And therefore, the potential of the Caribbean and its people to be sustained. I want to let my listeners know that they need to tap into this talent and this ability because their sustainability may just depend on it. Roger's email is admin at knowledgedynasty.info I'm going to make sure that this information is in the show notes. His local telephone number is 246-823-2674. Listeners, I'm telling you, you want to pick his brain and get access to his services. Thank you so much for listening. I'd be happy to hear your thoughts on this episode. Simply join the discussion forum on our website, rdleagle.com. You can also contact me at collis at rdleagle.com. See you next time on Then Let's Fix It. There's so much more to discuss and do.